Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And uh, Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Bolo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race. Race Season 15. So let's raise a glass. Or and start spilling. The GNT podcast. Everyone, welcome back to another podcast. Uh, spilling the GNT. Mm. The only RuPaul's Drag Race podcast you should be listening to. <laughs> Why? Because we're better than them. <laughs> the reviews are I'm joking. I'm the joking. reviews are in. No, so how does this work, Tom? Tell us. Tell us. Tell our new uh, listeners how we work. We're both Drag Race super fans, first mm-hmm. and foremost. You come from different backgrounds. You're a performer. I'm a mental health professional. Um, and we just love to love these queens and chat about them and kiki and maybe the odd little critique from here here and there, but it all comes from love. It does. I think we appreciate Yeah. What it takes to go on to you know national television, oh gosh, on a, a, a huge global show, and how vulnerable you must feel when you're kind of presenting your art to the world Absolutely. and see how it's going to be received. So, I do always keep that in mind when we're discussing the show. We do uh, podcast live, so what that means is yep. we watch the, op- the episode once through. We stop it now and then as we're watching to discuss what we've seen. Try and get it out there as quick as possible, so our opinions are not affected by our side forces sinister forces some might say that's it and more importantly not affected by the other judges as we say yeah. um, and we just like to chill we have a drink and we just let loose <laughs> i said let loose i don't know what key i'm in again Tom. i'm sorry let loose i said let loose <laughs> sorry about your Curtains ears there guys with the light shining bright that is your key <laughs> that is your key <laughs> ten with you ten with you Okay, okay, cool. Enough. <laughs> that is like the best. Enough. That is like the, the pinnacle, the three pinnacles of Drag Race singing achievement right there. It is. <laughs> we are stars. We are stars. Tom, really how's your be- week been? How's your week been? Uh, oh, oh, it's really boring. Oh, I'm really busy. I'm really busy. It's been pleasantly busy. I've done nice things, seen nice people. Now, for those um, up there, Tom just did some interviews. Now, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty details of no, this. Please don't. But, um, <laughs> Did you get any amazing interviewees? Uh, yes. Did you? We. Um, Tom, can I ask you a question? Somebody a position. I'm going to give you guys an insight into my life. Some people may already <laughs> know this because um, I've got a lot of being interviewed experience. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I once. I, I've seen this on the podcast before, but for those who don't know or who who weren't listening back then, <laughs> I went to an interview and I was, you know, as I am, you know confident and everything and they kept looking at me a bit like okay <laughs> they, they kept giving me that you know everyone knows the slow nod mm. that mm-hmm. do you know what i realized what the, during the whole interview i had my earpods in <laughs> you've told me that one before i had my earpods everyone when you're listening to and you got your earpods they're the wireless ones <laughs> like sometimes you forget that you have them in seriously so as i was going i couldn't uber i was listening to my music because i don't want the uber person to talk to me was I was it just something motivational yeah, i just wanted yeah i just wanted to just get lost in sound and then you get there then you pause the music and you're and i'm waiting there mm-hmm. in the interview room I've, I've let them know i'm there and then they take me in and they start asking me questions and i just the whole time i forgot i had my earpods in i wonder if they thought somebody was feeding you answers 
Uh, well, that's it. <laughs> there must because my answers were amazing. Oh yeah, I mean that would have been the only logical conclusion they could have come to. I mean, you know, when they ask you, tell us about yourself. I mean, that can go on for a long time. <laughs> Um, Don't get you started, yeah. frankly. <laughs> it started back in. <laughs> I, mean, I was it. born at a very young age. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. I was born at a very Dangerous young guy. age. Um, there were t- I couldn't walk for the first few years of my life. There were times <laughs> I would wake up and I shut the bed. <laughs> I mean that is so that is so good. She's very overlooked. Absolutely, guy. absolutely overlooked. There, yeah. uh, I, I loved what she brought to season fourteen. But and then one time, someone asked. This is an interview question. Okay, mm-hmm. can I ask you? This was an interview question. If they said, if you were an emoji, yeah, you describe you as an emoji. What would it be? That is a stupid interview question. Right. That tells me nothing about somebody as a candidate. You know, well, I don't know. My answer. Yeah, go on. My answer was um, probably the star. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does tell you all you need to yeah. know about you. So maybe I'll rethink that. I th- yeah, I didn't get the job, by the way. You should and have I'm done. Like, and I, and I, asked, I asked my friend Juju. Juju, if you listen, <laughs> I asked Juju, Juju, what would you say? She said, well, you know what? They want someone hardworking. She said, mm. you could have said the sweat. You know the sweat because you work really hard. There we go. That's a great answer. And actually. I was like, oh, oh God. And I told her, I said star. She said, Paulo, <laughs> she goes, oh, Paulo. She's like, come on, like this isn't. We don't want to know what you really, what you really think of yourself. You've got to, I, They want to know what you want them to think. You've got to put yourself in the yeah. position of the interviewer and what they want to hear. I was like, well, if I wasn't a star, I was going to give them that number one trophy emoji. <laughs> like, I was, I, was, I, I can't believe something it. that reflects your star quality. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't. That's what a winner you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when do I start? So when do, <laughs> when I, do start? I start? Start. Ah, mm. there it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think maybe I'm a bit too confident. No such thing. Yeah. Well, actually, well, Tom, you, you just ask Lux Noir. Yeah, wait, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Lux will tell you all about it in her TED talk. Yes. <laughs> Hello, distinguished uh, panel of judges. <laughs> Sorry, did I let you tell me how your week was? Before no, I... that's oh. fine though. <laughs> it's fine. We can move on. So how, why are you here, Tom? Sorry, how did you how did you get in here? <laughs> how did you get through security? I've not asked you how your week was. Well, I kind of just told you. I, I think I've already spoken too much, Tom. Well, why don't we talk about some drag race? Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Segway. Should we? Should we get straight into the episode then? Yeah. Okay, so we've seen a little bit of the first part. Mm-hmm. The girls have just walked in. We've said goodbye to Selena Estides. The lovable Selena, who I think should be really, really proud of herself. I think she showcased herself as like like a personality and like a charismatic queen really really well. I think she was slapped on some episodes. Um, and there might be some episodes where, she, you know, she, she didn't do the best, but she was always like lovable, charismatic and a great presence. Absolutely. I agree. Mm. Um, I need you to decipher this message for me. I want you oh. to put on your your, your therapy hat. Oh. I want you to therapize me. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a light more code. I want you to therapize our listeners because <laughs> her message on the mirror was, guess I got what I deserve. Now, oh, yeah, bless her. Yeah. I mean, it's pointed. But I want you to tell us... Your tone seems very pointed. Can you decipher this for me? What, what are you hearing? What are you feeling? Well, I guess my first standpoint is 
uh, completely validate whatever it is that Selena is feeling. Um, she has, you know, she came very close to the, the finale, really, and went home shortly before. I'm sure she's feeling pretty crushed, so she's going through a lot of different emotions. So I completely validate whatever she's she's feeling, whatever's driving the message. When I look at it, there's the inverted commas. I think there's kind of like two elements to it. I think there's a bit that is kind of like referring to the pain she felt when, you know, last week there was the infamous, who do you think should go home question. But also there's like this deeper truth that she's speaking. Because um, I've mentioned before that if for such a fabulous person, I think there were, there were quite a few episodes where it seemed like Selena was very, very hard on herself. I did have this sense that maybe she's not got the best self-esteem which made me sad because she's such a fabulous person but that's the you know the case for many fabulous people that they struggle with their self-esteem um and i thought it was almost like she was speaking truth like she was saying i guess i got what i deserved like her worst thoughts about herself had been confirmed and she was speaking that but also it was i think it was mainly about kind of like well you all said this about me particularly lucy and anitra i guess more lo- more so lucy um, you said this about me and I guess I got what I deserved. Are you happy now? Almost almost like to express her anger and to retaliate a little bit. And perhaps perhaps hoping they feel a bit guilty, maybe. She was probably feeling an awful lot of emotions and I validate them all. You said something about how she was so close to the finale. Mm-hmm. And it kind of took me back to the latest all Stars or that Trinity K burn? No, is that the latest one? That was Trinity All Stars K? Six. The, All that Star was actually six. over a year ago now. And I kind of just went straight to that moment in the Untucked, mm. where do you remember when Trinity K Bonet heartbreaking that heartbreaking yeah. moment where she kind of saw the writing on the wall, yeah, and she was like, and she was like, my heart's breaking just thinking about it. it felt very she, unjust for Trinity because she, said, she was a superstar that season, and she said. I was so close. I was so close. Yeah. Do you remember when she said that? And like, I think we both just literally broke down. We're like, oh my God, wow. Trinity. It was just so, it was so raw and honest. Yeah. Like she was, she showed, showcased herself beautifully. She could have had more wins than she actually had on All Star 6. You know, I mean, you know, Jan deserved the, the, the um, Lady Gaga Super Bowl win, but like Trinity equally deserved it. And, you know, it could only go to one queen. Um, so we, we uh, yeah, so maybe she, you know, felt something similar. Imagine getting that close to the the finish line, as it were. Yeah, I'm, but the writing for me was on the wall. Mm-hmm. Very, I think we both said this. We picked Very, out, yeah. the, actually. The, 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 that was, the God is. Yes, we like, picked it out then. We yeah, did, yeah. When she should have absolutely been in the top, if not the winner. Yes. And she was made safe. And I remember you said that, okay, cool. They're not going to feature her. Yeah. She's not made to go that far. If, if they're not giving her the, anything for that, they're not they're giving not gonna her anything. They're not going to give her anything, It period. actually surprised me that they allowed Selena to go this far in the competition. But, you know, I'm not saying that as a, as a uh, slight on her skill set, more a slight on production. Yeah. I'm surprised they let her go this far. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And then there's another thing that they kind of bring up, you know, after coming from the Maxi stage, after lip sync, that was said last week, and it's kind of made, they kind of reference it again, which is Lux saying that Lucy's drag is more on the generic side. Mm. And I don't know why, but something about that statement, like, I feel attacked. Oh, go on. Tell me more about that. I feel that Lucy's drag is performance and entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I feel, for me, that's what I like to see in a drag queen. And right. for me, that's the kind of drag I grew up watching and appreciating 
And when I think about the birth of drag, it's not the... What I think personally is the birth of drag Mm. is one, entertainment, Mm -hmm. and two, it's political. Right, okay. Those are, for for me, that's the birth of, of the drag. And they're kind of political was made more acceptable and palatable through entertainment and through the way that they would perform mm. it, you know and i don't see that as generic i don't see that as generic and mm-hmm. i think that the word generic when you're associating it with any form of art whether it be dance whether it be painting whether it be performance mm. when you call someone's art it's, it's you know generic i yeah. think that's that's a huge disrespect i would agree and with you. regardless agree of what you. you think that you're saying it is disrespectful and i and when they brought it up again after the workroom i didn't i didn't i didn't like it i don't i don't like that reference yeah i don't like no, it i agree calling with you that you could say that you know she could say something else you know oh i've just seen your drag everywhere you know i i could go to new york city and <laughs> throw a stone and find anyone else that does what alexis michelle nobody and lux lucy does nobody can do what alexis michelle <laughs> no, does sure. no one can nobody can do what alexis michelle does you know what i mean no. you can say that because mm. it's but it's not generic for me i think i think it's loaded i'm like you i love the drag that lucy serves i i i love the the campy comedic singing entertaining queens who could entertain a room full of drunken people for several hours hostesses you know with with skills i think part of that for me is is being british that's the kind of drag that's always been valued in the uk this more polished element we've spoken about it before on our drag race uk reviews the more polished element is almost an americanization almost a drag raceization if you will of of british drag i think sure they've always been like beautiful polished queens in the uk but you, you go to your local gay bar in the UK, especially 10 years ago, you're far more likely to si- uh, find a queen who does not have fantastic, you know, um, supermodel hair and makeup, but she'll entertain the hell out of you for hours um, mm. and hold a room full of bawdy, drunken people. And that's what I love. And that's what you love as well. And also you've got your background in performance as well. So perhaps you connect with it on that yeah, level. Yeah, maybe I felt attacked. Personally. Maybe I, maybe I personally felt it. Okay. <laughs> you I, felt it personally. I, I felt it personally <laughs> when she said it. Because it is not, it is, it is, don't look at something that's really hard to do. And just because a lot of people do it, don't call it generic. It takes so much to do that. And I, I would never put out anyone's art. I know that it's, you don't just wake up and look that polished. You don't just wake up and have mm. that amazing fashion it's it's years of studying and trialing and you know everything that comes into becoming that so yeah that's not generic i think okay lux i know you're listening <laughs> lux girl you came for me Lux, sorry girl girl you came for me <laughs> I'm, joking, I, I I'm, think, joking. I'm joking i kid and I, I, <laughs> you are sweating though yeah um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Lux, that's why <laughs> I think um, Lux's statement was quite multifaceted. I think I think Lux is an incredibly smart girl, and she's so entertaining. I think part of it was like I'm going to create a moment here, and the moment's going to be about me, and it's going to be a great piece of TV. I think part of it was very calculated to deliberately undermine Lucy um, because. I think, you know, again, Lux is smart. She knows that Lucy is actually a threat and she's just as worthy of a place in the top four as, as Lux is. And she needed somebody to go, you know, and why not just say in front of RuPaul, I think she's a weaker because Lucy's a really strong competitor. But of the girls that are left, she maybe she's had more 
harsh critiques than the others. I don't know. Um, and part of it might have just been a bit of insecurity. Part of it might have just been Lux's charming and adorable confidence and just thinking, I'm going to have a moment. I'm going to, I'm just going to create a real moment here. People are going to talk about this and this is going to be great. Well, <laughs> I think you're right. I think that Lux is a scholar of mm. Drag Race. Yeah, I would agree with that. She is. I think she studies. I think she knows Drag Race. She knows I mean, she's referential, isn't she? She not drops just little like, references every yeah, week. Not, yeah. not just not just verbally, but like also her fashion. Um, People have pointed that out. People have pointed, you know, her her actual, you know, signature drag look. The first first runway, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Or the second, anyway. Early on, was um, similar, but I, you know, I think different to one that Aquaria wore that pastel look, um, and. She wore the Mugalea hair look that has been worn before by Naomi Smalls, not on Drag Race, but on the um, uh, Vegas uh, Vegas promo material, I think. I think that Lux has cracked the code. I think Lux is such a super fan. And I think we she see She really it. is. She is a super fan of the show. She's a baby she's, of Drag Race. That's it. Mm. She was birthed. She's birthed from yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. And so I know that I feel that everything that she does is semi-calculated because she knows the format yeah she, she lives and breathes so maybe you're right maybe she's taking this opportunity to definitely to give us a bit of drama i think she does have an inner, an inner uniqueness and i think she's finding her identity as a queen you know little magpieing here and there but everybody does that life yeah. is a collage if you ask me there's nothing new under the sun um and it'll firm up as time goes on. She's still very young, but she's definitely fabulous. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Who do you think is winning this season? Just give me a winner. I, mean, I say the same one every week. It's, it's Sasha Colby's winning. It is. She is. There's, I mean, Mistress literally said it's the Sasha meeting greet. Yeah. And that's not the first time I've heard it. I think, I remember watching something um, and Sasha even said that, when she walked in the workroom mm. on the first day, that everyone was crowding around her so much <laughs> that the producers had to get involved <laughs> and and kind of break it up. Like, so I was like, oh, so it really is the Sasha. I mean, Sasha is a, she actually is a legend. And her performance has been incredibly high quality and consistent all season. We may quibble about a win here or there being, I wouldn't say undeserved, but misplaced, so to speak. You know, we've spoken about how she could have won the girl group challenge, for example, but might not have been the best choice for the ball for example oh absolutely mistress for me this yeah. should have gone to mistress absolutely but she's still been incredibly consistent and is very very worthy of her place in the finale that just can't be argued with mm. she's a great competitor absolutely and so, so lovely and magnanimous as well i just adore her yeah yeah um the mini challenge i want to discuss the mini challenge is like a, a little quiz isn't it it's a quiz of which queen makes you for example, which queen is the the most likely yes. to? They did do this. Um, death drop they did this on All Stars Six, didn't they? they? They've done that before. Yeah. and I think it's a good mini challenge. I think it's fun and it does something. Yeah, and I'm 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 actually going to ask us these questions in oh, their asked. God. Okay, instead God. of these, you know, we we it's very rare that we talk about the mini challenge, but I want to I want to apply it to ourselves so that people get to know us better. Tom, what do you think about that? Are they the same questions? They are the same questions. Now, Tom, which of us makes, which queen makes you laugh the hardest? And which is, it's out of me and you. So we're the queens here. Yeah. Well, you make me laugh. 
I, I think I'm funnier. Yeah. Basically, who's the funniest queen? I think I'm funnier than I you. I agree. Tom. Yeah? I agree. Okay. The next question was, who's the smartest? I'm yeah, who gonna... thinks they're the smartest? Oh, who thinks they're the smartest? Yeah. Okay. I, I would say me. <laughs> I think I'm the smartest. I think you are the smartest, but I don't think you think you are. Do you? I don't know. It's a weird thing to say about yourself. It's really, yeah. I, always I mean, say I'm, I'm more delusional than you, so I think I'm always smarter than everyone. I, I always say I'm smart enough to get by. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... I wouldn't say either of us is significantly smarter than the other, to be honest. It's hard when there's only two people. Number three, who's the shadiest? You are. You are. Tom, you are. Excuse me. You are. I miss congeniality over here. Everyone, so like, I posted a photo f- um, online for my birthday. I reposted this photo of me on my birthday. Um, and Tom said, oh, what filter were you using? And <laughs> I was like, um, no, that's that's just the photo of me like three, four years ago. <laughs> and I thought that was really shady. No. And like you, you say a lot of shady things and don't realize actually you're being a bitch. Maybe I'm just being truthful. That's shady. No. So yes, I, I gave an example. Okay, like look, I didn't just answer it. You, I gave an example. You shade me constantly. I gave I gave a Lux type TED talk answer. I would actually like our listeners to answer these questions. No, th- they'll get it wrong mm. because I'm smarter than everyone. <laughs> because I'm smarter than all of you. All of you. <laughs> Who's the hairiest? Well, you're the hairiest. Me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Who's most likely? to steal cosmetics um can we replace cosmetics with food items um why food because <laughs> you are a bit sticky fingered when it comes to food i'm what you call a mealtime magpie you're a mealtime magpie tom have you ever eaten anything on your own when i'm around i've never completed a meal um <laughs> when you've been around <laughs> <laughs> I always finish mine really fast Mark without Dan trying to, and then I look at Tom and I'm like, mm, "That looks nice." Yeah, can I? Have Unless that? I deliberately have something you dislike, which has like beetroot in it or something, or olives. I, you know what? Tom knows what I don't like to eat. Tom knows it. He knows the certain foods I don't like to eat, so he orders that every time we go out. He will order it I guess. to make sure that he. I think that's. A, I think that's shady. I eat a surprising amount of Singapore vermicelli noodles when we go to Chinese I don't places. like see. I don't like vermicelli noodles. So Tom and I eat a surprising amount of beetroot when we're out and about as well. And olives. Yeah, olives. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I'll have this meal, please. And can you add beetroot? I know it doesn't say it's on the menu. <laughs> but I want but you please to put... chop the beetroot up and like mix it through. <laughs> With some olives, yeah, please. Great some olives on top. Who's most likely to steal your man? You. I think you, Tom. I think you. What does this mean? Because you're a thief, is what I'm saying. You're a thief. <laughs> I think it's which one's got the most magnetism and is the most beautiful, and that's you. I think it's you. Okay, I think okay, it's we'll you. Okay, we'll agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> Who's most likely to have a sugar daddy? You. That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not giving an example. <laughs> Um, You're not going to recount your times in London. No, I'm not going to talk about my past <laughs> life. I'm a, I'm a changed. I'm a changed man. I'm, you know, I've. Some people can move forward, Tom, please. Yeah, and it, allow me to do so. Thank you very much. We always say evolution and change is always possible. Okay, sure. Is, sure, is that, Jan. Is that one of our polos next to live, love, love? <laughs> My God. If live, love, love. If you ever brought back a live, love, love pillow, I would throw it at you. Tom, question. When you walk into a, in someone's house and they have one of those on mm-hmm. the wall, like live, love, laugh, or dance like no one's watching, do you judge? I, in my head, I get the Nina Benina. Oh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. 
Now, number eight, we're going to go straight to the queens and discuss what they are, how they answered. They were asked, who's going home next? And they all said Lucy. Including Lucy. Yes. Because Lucy wants to win the mini challenge because she's, she's the smart smartest. Girl. Because she's the smartest. So Lucy gets her 15th win of the season. <laughs> Lucy has broken a new RuPaul's Drag Race record. Like Alaska Who, Jinx Who, Envy Peru Who. She's got so her, she's got two maxi stage Angela wins. Angela Nang who, and then she's got now this is her third mini challenge win. Is it? Yeah, so yeah. This she is, won the reading challenge, didn't she? She's got five which is actually wins. five points. Reading challenge counts as five wins. She won snatch game, which is ten wins actually. I, I love the fact that she chose herself because the question. It's not like it's not like you're telling your. It's not like you're on the main stage and yeah. you're saying. Oh, I'm so glad you asked that question. I nominate myself. <laughs> no one here has called me beautiful. You know, it's that's not there. This is a game. Mm-hmm. You need to think. How is everyone else thinking? So I don't. I don't. I don't think for one second Lucy thinks she's going home next. No. I think in her mind she's winning. She's actually showing a bit more kind of humor and self awareness here, which is which I really wanted to see from her last week because I didn't like to see things getting to her. Not that I blame her, but like it's nice to see her having a bit of a sense of lightness this week. No, yeah. And also Lucy thinks she's gonna win. Do you I, know what's happened? You know what I can she's see. She's let loose. She, let loose. <laughs> I bet you she's going up to Sasha going, Oh gosh, we're almost there. Don't worry, me and you are finally much stuff on I know she totally is, isn't she? She's yeah. absolutely like, Hey Sasha, like I'm so girl. tired. Like, can't they just, you know, crown one? Go easy on me in that final two lip sync girl. <laughs> she is like, <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee she's like, Oh my god, really? <laughs> really we have to do this again. I'm so tired, you know. <laughs> just gonna... <laughs> I just, that's what I'm she's doing there she's, she's like elbowing Sasha yeah, again, like, which one of these uh, girls is going next yeah. you think oh, <laughs> remember that game where I had to pretend you yeah. to pretend that I'm going home next that and, was so funny I, when you yeah. chose me because I was it was a nice game we you were played. doing what I was doing yeah. and just doing what the others were doing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got them wrapped around <laughs> we've got them all sus look at us too just making <laughs> just controlling them like puppets <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what i feel like oh, she totally i is. love lucy me too i love lucy and also i just want to say that the game host girl was just trying her best bless her, it's norvina she's like really big makeup model she's been on it before she's been a judge i'm sure she's like a friend of the show because of their relationship with anastasia beverly hills but um she bless her she was just like she was she it felt like a fan at a meet and greet right doing her best it was very, it was, very sweet it but, was and endearing. Slightly fan, but also slightly like, I need to pretend that I know the show because the way that she was like, she, instead of saying sickening, no, she was like, yes. sickening, no. <laughs> and it's, you know, and it was like, I have one thing to say, bam. But it's <laughs> bam. Bam. Exactly. It was like someone who didn't really understand the script that she was giving. It's a giving. bit like that game show I've been watching, that a cheat one. Oh, yes. And if they read it and mispronounce it, you're like, cheat. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly um, that. Bless her. She, she she gives off a slight, I've just had a diazepam vibe as well. You like, know? like I, oh yeah, why are you talking? <laughs> like Tyra Sanchez kind of vibe, like yeah. unbothered. Laconic. Mm. So the Mexi stage, they it's makeovers. It's basically, it's makeovers and they're makeoving, they're makeoving. <laughs> they're makeoving. They're, they're makeoving <laughs> five hardworking teachers. Lovely. Tom... First of all, well, uh-huh. first of all, I want to say that um, Lucy won the mini challenge and mm-hmm. she's absolutely thrown Lux under the bus. Well, Let's I, be honest. I got to say, you know, in situations like this, she actually paired everybody else pretty fairly, I think. Everybody else was like a reasonably good match. And, the, you know, 
is rare that it's going to be five and five perfect matches. I don't... Somebody's going to suffer. And it was Lux. And she she made sure it was Lux. Like, she paired Mistress with another, like, like curvy Latina lady. And that was perfect. She gave the Filipino girl to our Filipino queen. Absolutely. Um, paired Anitra, lovely. And um, she paired a beautiful, gorgeous lady of colour with... Another um, beautiful look. Sasha. And they, they had a similar vibe. Yeah. Yes. Lux got another gorgeous lady, but and just... none for Gretchen Wiener. <laughs> Lux had that was it another gorgeous lady, but just didn't seem like a natural fit. Yeah, you know, yeah. and Lux was feeling it. You could see her energy was kind of okay, girl. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, she she oh, got that Nina Benina. Oh, I see what's going on. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Before we move on and watch a bit more, mm. you know, on the topic of teachers, do you have any teachers that made an impression on you? Um, I, th- I, I I really liked school, so um, l- most of my teachers were, were pretty cool. I guess I remember my my kind of A level teachers the most, um, Mrs. Davis in biology, Doctor Varty in chemistry, and um, there was a very entertaining chapman called Mister Duncalf who taught us psychology. So he he might have made a bit of an impression actually because he was like he was quite disorganised and always came in in a jumper covered in dog hairs. <laughs> And we used to like we used to openly like joke with him about like how how awful and disorganized he was. But he was great and he taught us psychology in a really passionate way. He was just very like chill. Chill. Mm. Cool. I had I can think of two teachers that have made like have left the mark. Mm. And the first one is her name was Mrs. White. And she was my English teacher. And mm. I I loved she so our class was apparently naughty, um, to the point where can't imagine our English teacher resigned, <gasps> and then they gave um our class to another teacher, Miss White, and Miss White, Miss White was just so no nonsense. Mm. She goes, um, she just really put us in a place in a way that just made us want to learn. That's she's, amazing. She's like, I've got my life, I've got my career. You guys don't, and if you don't pass this, you're not going to move on to the next level. Was she like super frank with you? Like yeah, that? very frank. Great. And then, um, so she became one of my teachers, and then she said to me one day, Paula, she goes, "I see you somewhere in Europe being fancy and fabulous." <laughs> I was not out. Oh, I was not out. I was an in the closet boy, and for her to have said that when she said that to me. It just kind of like made me, I don't know, it made me feel like, oh, I was just like a... You're really connected with that. Yeah, like I felt I felt seen in a good mm. way. She was basically telling me, you're gay and <laughs> I see you in Europe being gay. She was kind of like, you're gay and you probably need to see what it's like somewhere else at some point. Yeah, so she said, I, I see you in Europe doing something fancy and fabulous. And look at you, you're in Europe. No, I'm not. The UK is in Europe. It's in the continent of Europe. Okay, you're not going to call me out because I'm the smartest. <laughs> okay, we've already okay, acknowledged that. And I knew that. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my God, we're in Europe. We're not oh in my the God, EU, we're European. But we are in Europe. That's and, lovely. That's a really gorgeous memory. I love oh, that. Yeah. I, remember, I remember her saying that to me. Oh, well, and then, I wonder what uh, Mrs. White's doing now. Well, I always wonder. And mm. then there's another one, Miss Naidu. She was our math teacher. And she added me on Facebook like when I was in university. Mm. And she was always so cool and so real with us. Again, she was um, 
Um, she used to ask me to do things and I'm like, oh, it's because I'm brown. She goes, exactly. That's exactly why I chose you. Now do it. So she, she was always in on the joke. Yeah. You know, she, she, she so yeah, Miss Naidu and also Miss White, Miss White. They Beautiful. left it. So mm. teachers are important, aren't they? Absolutely. What, Absolutely. What, what a weird and obvious statement to make, but it's nice to see these, um, gorgeous ladies, um, be, you know, having this special experience because, you know, they're all clearly fans of the show where they wouldn't be there like i i would i, I would love to go on drag race and, and be a makeover participant it would be so much fun would you absolutely hmm as long as it's a queen who can actually do hair and makeup you know imagine if you were caught with i don't know tina burner oh my god that'd be amazing that- i mean that'd just be camp <laughs> I want to. I want the. Re- I want to see your version of the rosé face. Tuna burger. I want to see it. I want to see it. <laughs> All right, let's watch a bit more. In the spirit of makeovers, mm. I always love to show off uh, our what people call encyclopedic knowledge of the mm. show. <laughs> I'm not going to dispute that. I'm afraid. No. no, no Sorry no. if that sounds immodest. Um, like we said, I'm the smartest in the room. <laughs> um, no. So, are, um, Tom, when we talk about makeovers. What comes to mind? What episode comes to mind? What makeover transformations come to mind? Yeah, I guess I can think. So just with makeovers, it is one of the true staples of Drag Race. Only one. Let's talk about the, but in the context of main American, main drag race, if you like, we'll focus on that. Only one season has missed the makeover. Which one? Season 14. That's true. That's true. And when I think about um, standout wins, I think Miss Cracker on season 10, when they made over the um, influencers. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? That was like a real standout moment. I think of Raven carrying her older gentleman oh, that was yes. a very very sweet season two that was like a, a fantastic moment for raven it was like one of the few this is the soft side of raven moments and it's very rare yeah if there's a queen who for me has their guard up a lot it's raven oh my gosh she's fierceness incarnate um i think of pearl and trixie and that great storyline moment but also the fantastic job they both did yes in that makeover um, good evening, the thing with Penelope of Dredd. That was so good. And when I think of travesties, when it comes, you know what I'm going to say. Season one. The first ever makeover the challenge. The first ever one. When they make, they made over lovely sportswomen and um, Chanel produced a pageant queen from this lovely MMA fighter lady. Sweet Pea, she was called, wasn't she? Sweet Pea. Rebecca Glasscock threw a shake and go on the... I'm going to say the most conventionally, in inverted commas, conventionally feminine lady in the room, um, called it a day, and RuPaul granted her the winner of the challenge. Chanel was on the brink of psychological collapse at that point, bless her. <laughs> which is which is why they kept iffing with her. To be honest, they're like, oh, 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 she's bothered? Great. <laughs> We've got a storyline, ladies and gentlemen. In season one, even in season one, they were running a delusional storyline. Um, so I was just thinking about different themes as well. Um, it, I think it's one of the most ambiguously scored uh, of all um, the challenges. I think they basically decide on the day who do we want to go through. It's almost like a gatekeeping for the finale. It always comes late in the season. There's, there's only ever a handful of queens. Um, and they just decide 
you're not going through for these really ambiguous and spurious reasons. And Absolutely. you've won for similar reasons because you need a win and we want you to go to the finale. I'm sorry, but your your makeover looks nothing like you. And then in the next breath, yeah. you guys look too similar. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's too similar. And it's, what and, are you and trying it, to say? What are you, how are you even marking this? And it's like, the, you know, Peppermint didn't win, but they they went wild for Wintergreen, remember? And how what a star Wintergreen was. Pandora Box in season two was put in the bottom him because she was outshone by her makeover it's, by her mum it's silly we can't talk about makeovers in the past and not discuss season six season six so that was the bride jocelyn oh, fox as well so if everyone knows jocelyn fox was given they had to make over the groom yes and there was a whole i think on some netflix i'd have to check on ours that has been taken off what yeah because there were there was some kind i don't know like legal situation or something about because uh, i'm sure was it was it regarding yeah the, the, jocelyn's makeover, jocelyn's makeover. So, uh, so jocelyn had to on. make over a groom yeah now the groom didn't know that he was going to be on the show mm-hmm. it was punishment by his girlfriend yes. wife partner for cheating and his punishment was to go on the show and be made over and it's problematic on so many levels isn't it yeah all of that Give me some levels, Tom. Well, you Give know, some the, the fact problems. that it's considered a punishment yeah. to be given a drag makeover, um, the fact that you're putting somebody in that situation, the fact that he cheated is bad as well. And then there was this revenge situation. It's just poor Jocelyn didn't stand a chance. Oh, not only that, because that girl must have had friends working in production because <laughs> then they also took away all of the makeup for black, for the black, for the black Trinity queens. Trinity had just queens. gone, yep. so there were no black queens so they, left. Yep. So they mm. took away all of the makeup for the dark queens, mm-hmm. for the dark queens or POC queens. So she had to like create this metallic, uh, yes. it was, that is, I mean. I've also seen pictures of, they worsened that in post-production because I've seen a shot where he looks metallic but not awful another one where he looks like the tin man and it was it was enhanced in post-production like you know when a vampire goes out into the sun <laughs> and then they start glowing and sparkling it's, it's exactly literally that. what happened when he walked on stage yeah now, that, less powerful uh, it was just yeah i can't i can see that right now i can see it in my head that look and who was it being because i really was like oh was that gremlin you know <laughs> the, the girl, the girl gremlin, gremlin. Gremlin. um it's just and he pulled a willem and ran off and puked oh I mean, Tom. So that was the drama. I was just thinking about themes. Who wins? Yeah. Very few winners of the season have won the makeover. If I, I'm not going to rattle through, would you if I just trot through like Rebecca Glasscock, Raven, Manila, Fifi O'Hara, Roxy, Bianca was a winner who won the makeover. Mm-hmm. Rarity. Pearl, uh, Naomi Smalls, Tracy the Tuck, Miss Cracker, Brooklyn Heights. Jada is another winner of the season who. But it easily could have, it could have easily have gone had gone to oh, Crystal Method. Hers that, was fab. I was loved Crystal. Amazing. But um, yeah, totally. What, what, what was good. it? Was that Sesame Street? Yeah, Burton Ernie. Burton Ernie. It was really, really oh, imaginative and cool. It was great. And Simone, she won it with Utica. Yeah. Um, and that's so only three winners of the actual season have won the makeover. Mostly pageant or fashion queens. No surprise win but i think pageant queens in particular just have this amazing skill set where they can really whip up this gorgeous transformation um hair makeup padding they can sew you know they're really kind of like technical queens roxy andrews is a fantastic example jada as well yes um so those are the kind of ones the campy comedy queens rarely win bianca's quite rare there and cracker 
That makes mm-hmm. sense, doesn't it? Yeah, but in those cases, for example, Bianca, Bianca mm-hmm. didn't have to, you know, do. I'm not going to say she, she didn't have to do much. She kind of put her face on someone else because yeah. because her makeup is quite distinctive in the sense that it is kind of like something that you can easily use as a template. It was Bianca who won. I'm not wrong, am I? Because I've not double checked that. But no, it, it was. was. Yes, it, it was. was, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. it's easier to put that face on someone else. Yes. As, as opposed to just doing ma- actual makeup. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Bianca's also more than a comedy queen. She can sew. She can do hair. She's technically excellent, mm. isn't she? And I was just thinking about, you know, they are pretty random with who they give the win to, but things they tend to look for. And I think I'm going to do like almost like a little scoring system for them just to try and help me resemblance family resemblance comes up a lot look like you're from their drag house right so that means you need a distinctive brand in the first place right Mm -hmm. um hair and makeup i'm kind of not going to go on too much about padding because it's mattered in the past for example alaska's makeover when she she had a heck of a time trying to hack some ham hocks out of those pieces of polystyrene but in this case they seem to have been given um ready-made padding shorts Mm. Um, connection, having a relationship. Yeah. Like, for example, I think that's why Manila Luzon... I can't say her name. Manila Luzon's makeover partner won because he was like that jock, wasn't he? I play baseball hard. Um, and they had a good connection, had fun on stage and like a real journey. Um, doing a good performance on stage, you know, actually bringing something out of your makeover where she becomes a diva, you know, but don't let her upstage you. Ha, ha, ha. Um, actual like fashion and construction that's varied over the years early on they didn't really know that they'd have a makeover challenge and so they didn't bring things like two of everything kind of thing did Mm. they so they usually made them more recently although we've seen in this actually most of the girls seem to be making these garments so I'm excited to see what's produced Um, and the other one is transformation so like for example Roxy Andrew changing that super cute little bear into a fully fledged member of the house of Andrews Yeah. yeah yes yeah. So okay, well, you can use it when we go through. Um, I want to go through now, and we'll look at the queens and their transformation. But um, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that Lucy Laduca is breaking the internet with her wins. She really, really is. Uh, the question was uh, in the workroom. One of the one of the teachers asked, mm. oh, "How many wins do you have?" And Lucy was very, you know, quick to say, "I've got two Mexi wins and three mini challenge wins." Because you know that's a thing now. <laughs> she, she is counting every single win. You know what? I've also got a win when I walked through these doors and made uh-huh. it onto the show. Um, um, actually, I I had a double win the other week. Um, you know, that was my win. I L- let her to, win yeah, is mine. I I walked into that win, so that's actually my win as well. So I think all up, I've got about eleven wins. Yeah. E- even before getting to Maxi stage, she got another win today because Lala Laduca, her makeover, won the walk-off. Yeah, yeah. That's another win for Lucy. 12 wins. 12 wins. So I've got 12 wins so far. The reading challenge counts as five wins, I think. She's got- I love Lucy. <laughs> I adore her. She's, she's so even, much fun. She's not even saying it like a joke. Yeah. Like she's like, it's a very matter of fact. Like, yeah. oh, you've got two wins. I've got three mini challenges as well. Yeah. Part of the beauty of the House of Laduca. You've yeah. got you've got to count those wins, baby. Mm. Well, let's have a look at the main stage the category is family resemblance we're starting up with sasha colby and ferocity colby the latest addition to the house of colby um so i mean first up i'm just seeing two stunning beautiful women um i love the makeup job and the hair that sasha's done um so much beauty and not like in a kind of like 
I guess there is like a drag and a drama to it, but also there's there's this almost natural, but there's the the uh, ferocity has so much natural beauty anyway. Yes. She's an absolute pearl to work with. Um Sasha, which she doesn't usually do, she's um padded in an uh, in an exaggerated way for both of them. So I like that I like the the idea behind that that she's serving like this really exaggerated drag glamour. I guess like maybe part of me questions is that part of the house of Colby? Or is mm. the House of Colby more about actually serving what your mama gave you? I wonder if they had to use the padding because they were sponsored. They were sponsored. I'm wondering because I, mm. I don't think that Sasha would have padded. I do want to say I love the outfits. I think they're really sh- lovely, I think actually. That Ferocity looks amazing. Yes. Sasha looks amazing. My only. My only. Th- yeah. The only on. thing I will fault is I think that the padding is a bit clumpy. I. Th- I think the padding's kind of unnecessary. I think they're two gorgeous women with beautiful figures who could have done without this, maybe. But the dresses are beautiful. The hair and makeup is beautiful. Um, I think Sasha made these because we saw the sketches for them. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's like this hibiscus Hawaiian print. So I love the nod to her heritage. I'm seeing two Polynesian goddesses. It's it's kind Such of like island yeah. beauty. I love yeah. this. That's I'm I'm loving I'm loving a lot of what I'm seeing. I think just like you, I would have liked to see them flaunting their their gorgeous figures rather than padding. It kind of wasn't I think, necessary. Yeah, I think the padding wasn't necessary, and I don't I I don't I'm not a fan of the padding yeah. used this way. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it just. It doesn't go. Yeah. And, I would I think, s- and again, I think it's a bit clumpy, but I think clumpy. that they both look amazing. It's that clumpy. Yes, t- judges, your scores. Well, um, I'm just kind of like, I'm actually going to come to the scores at the end, actually. Okay. Because there's all these, uh, just so everybody Tom, knows. you don't need to justify it. I'm kind of like doing it out of you. 30 based on those six scales that I mentioned earlier. Great. Uh, Can you remind re- everyone of the, um, the judging criteria? Yeah. Family resemblance, hair and makeup. Um, connection, uh, fashion construction, performance, and transformation. Okay. <laughs> so just, I just, there's an overview of this oh, one. Dear. Not, not like a huge transformation, but a very beautiful package served is kind of what I'm thinking here. All right. Well, we've got Lucy LaDuca and La 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 Duca. Um, I, again, an, another set of looks that have been made, and I think Lucy has done a fab job of doing these sort of jackets with the, the flared mini dresses. I think both of them look gorgeous with these. Um, I mean, they're really flaunting their figures, um, looking really beautiful. The hair and make the, the lady is a Lala is she looks like she could be Lucy's sister, even out of drag, I thought. Um, and the, she's very much a part of the House of Laduca. I could pick her out of a lineup and think Lucy has done this makeup. Yeah. And I actually think Lucy's done a great hair and makeup job here. Um, Lala is flaunting that winning catwalk that that earned Lucy so many points earlier. A win, Tom. A win. A win. win. Um, And I think generally a great job has been done here. What do you think? I think uh, makeup, check. Mm -hmm. Hair, check. Family resemblance, check. Yeah. I like Lucy's dress more than um, Lala's dress. But I love that kind of, that jacket, that very kimono-y type yeah. like you know that, that kind of coat that she has i'd have liked it if it was a bit more tailored and a bit less kimono-esque i think it'd flatter I, the overall package i more. think if she had like something like a belt mm. or something like a um 
a, what do you call that kind of roby type thingy that you put around? So yeah, like, I think she that it would have given it a bit more flair. Or if she'd taken it off, like like Lucy did. I think, I, I think it's well. cute. I think I like it. I, I still absolutely think absolutely see the resemblance. She's made these coats and these dresses, and they're really, really fab. Like Lucy's an excellent seamstress, and I do, I do think the overall package that's being presented here is really, really cute, very fun, and very House of Laduca. She's just unmistakable. It's a, it's a yes for me. Yeah, it's definitely. A yes for me. Yeah, I, will, I like Tom. I will hold my scoring. Okay, for mm-hmm. for after. Next up, we got Mistress. Isabella Brooks and Madam Thang. Madam Thang. So I thought I think these girls show a great connection. We saw them bonding a lot in the workroom. I'm seeing like two like show stopping pageant beauties. These dresses with the the tall um boas are really, really fabulous. I love that mint green on Mistress in particular. Um I guess kind of like one small critique is that the the black and uh, the velour is like swallowing all the light, so I can't really see her gorgeous figure. Are you calling her a black hole? Huh? You're calling her a black hole? <laughs> no, I'm, not. I'm just. Well, Tom. <laughs> no. I'm. I'm just saying that the. I'm. It, she's a victim of the studio lights. Um, okay. But it's. A, I can tell when she's when she's moving the the um the the tall boa. Yes. I'm seeing a gorgeous figure. Um and she looks really slinky. Yeah, I I can't see the silhouette. Yeah, with the huge ruffle. I'd like I, to see I that drop. But when she, yeah, yeah. But, and because it's all black, it all becomes yeah. one kind of shape, and it's it's it gets lost yeah. because of that. What do you call that scarf? No, it's a boa. A boa. Yeah, it gets scarf. lost because of <laughs> it's a scarf. She wants yeah. to be cozy. Yeah. <laughs> But um, makeup is chic. The makeup, I'm going to say, is a fabulous job. Like, very, very house of, of, of Brooks. She's ended up more villainous. Yeah, it's than, um, very Ursula. Very Ursula. But that's fun. And, like, Mistress is, like, our fun villain of the season, isn't she? The hair is huge and I love it. It's gigantic. They're having so much fun, and like I, I love these makeover episodes just for for like how much fun the makeover partners are having. You can tell that she's feeling herself and living her best life, and the overall package here I think is really really good. Okay, okay. Oh, I don't want to say this, but I will say it. I wish that um, Madam Fang looked like she was embracing the stage a little bit more there's something that looks tad scared well i do think obviously these are people who are not used to the stage and i always allow them that little bit of anxiety because i think it's understandable okay but um i still think that she's um i think she's you know doing a fab job and i think she i think she I i think she looks amazing yeah i think she needs to look at herself one more time Know that she's the shit. Yeah, absolutely. Know that she's hot thing and walk out there and own it. She's a gorgeous Latina yeah. pageant beauty. That's it. She mm. looks amazing. There's no need for that little bit of... Just that little bit of something. Yeah. Next up, we've got Lux Noir and Asia Azul. First of all, that is such a cool drag name, Asia Azul. It's yes. so like pageant glamour. Asia it really, Azul. really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so first impressions is that Jennifer Coolidge, as the judges say, has hit the stage. Um, I think the makeup job is really, really fab that Lux has done. Um, the hair, I, I, what, I'm, what I'm seeing is that Lux has created a really lovely, flattering garment for Asia here. Um, the story between the two of them isn't quite 
marrying. Like, I love that peachy coral shade. Oh, I love in, that color. I love that color. I also but love Lux. We need the, the dress she's created for herself. It's different to the sketch, if you notice. In the sketch, she created what was basically a shorter version of Asia's, but she's gone for something different oh. and more Lux, actually, with this kind of crossover halter she was like you know screw that they can't see my body i'm creating something else what i'm gonna say is like i wish there was a bit of the blue in lux's i I wish there was a pop of that um kind of cerulean in um lux's uh, garments Mm. i'm seeing that now when we saw in the workroom maybe i'm just falling victim to production a little bit here is that lux was so focused on making the technical aspects work she didn't really bond with um her her partner until the last few minutes when she was doing her makeup and she learned about her family and how she's got um queer children and stuff but that's classic lux really yeah. isn't it lux is what you're a teacher oh, oh. i did not get that oh gosh um, i don't know yeah um <laughs> oh you're here did um, you tell the producers this do they know that you're a teacher they could make a storyline out of this yeah. <laughs> um, but um, what I'm seeing is Lux kind of living her best life on stage. And Asia's doing such a lovely job. And I, I think she's really feeling beautiful and she looks beautiful. She's looking to Lux for a lot of reassurance. Um, and I think maybe that speaks of the fact that perhaps Lux could have focused a little bit more on her partner to make her feel supported. I agree there. There's a lot of... Am I doing it right? Or I'm nervous. Yeah. So, you know, when you're nervous, what you when you're nervous and you're with someone that you know, you tend to focus on that person that you know. Yes. And yes. I'm seeing a lot of that happen with yeah. Asia. And you're seeing Lux. Lux looks amazing. Lux she really, looks really amazing. does. I just would not have picked them out as there's no family resemblance. Well, I guess because like, she's got that lovely harsh eyeshadow, mm-hmm. the blue eyeshadow on Lux, and I think that's to make up for the blue on her partner. But it's there is no balance. There's no yin yang here. That's right. So they both look beautiful, but the connection and the family resemblance and the story is kind of missing. Yeah. But um, I think Lux, on a technical level, has 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 really helped Asia kind of look so so beautiful on stage. Remember, remember last week how we were talking about um the name Electra and how there's a lot of Electra yes. drag queens out there. Electra Fence, Electra. There's one on Drag Race Sweden now. Another Electra. There's yeah. a lot. Of, well, guess what? Next up, we have <laughs> Anitra and Electra. We have another one to well, add to I that list. I always said like if, if I was going to be a drag queen, I'd be Electra Complex because it's a psychiatry thing. Oh, you wouldn't change it now that every single drag queen well, out probably, there is I'd Electra. I'd probably go for Slag of the Christie now. Okay. Um. So this is cute. And again, I believe this was made as well. Um, very yin-yang. That's the storyline here. Um, we've got an asymmetric bodysuit. Um, she's somehow looking like Heidi Ann Closet, isn't she? Who? Electra. There's just something in the face that's giving me Heidi Ann Closet. Anyway, no, no, I don't just see it the at eye all. Me. I think she looked... I think Anitra... Um, had a great partner to work with in terms of um, makeover. There's like a real... Um, there's a unison between them. Uh, the The outfits are not super duper complex, but they're cute and really well executed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think overall, like like really good job. Um, they're having fun on stage. They're quite unified in their movements. What do you think? I think Electra looks amazing. She really, really does. Makeup, tick. Yeah, hair, tick. Outfit. They're definitely from the same family. Is it just? the same outfit on two different people hmm is that a bad thing i don't think so but there are subtle differences like anitra's got a black leg hasn't she and 
Electra's got a pink leg. Tom, it's this is the case of the cerulean belt on Devil Wears Prada. It's, <laughs> they're so different. They're so different. Yeah. But they're the same, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. But overall, great job. And each, like, I think everybody's doing such a good job in terms of the technical aspects. Um, I'm not going to read out my, like, specific Or am I? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to break it down. Just, just pause right there. Is there a performance coming up? Because remember they had to do a performance on stage? Is that happening? Well, if it does happen, we'll add it to the score that we're going to give We now. will. We don't want to risk listening to the other judges. So I, what I'm going to do, it's just based on my little scores. I'm not going to break it down necessarily, but just give like a bit of a hierarchy of who I think has done the best jobs this week. Okay. Personally, I think at the top we've got um, Lucy and Mistress. I think the overall package is presented in terms of family resemblance, having fun on stage, connection, hair and makeup jobs, I think are among the best. Really? Okay, you're disagreeing with me. Go on. Well, I think Anitra was very good. Anitra was great as well. I think she's kind of in the middle for me. Okay. Um, the only one that I think I'm, I'm going to name as kind of coming towards the bottom, even though she did a fab job from a technical point of view, Lux was missing the connection, the storyline. Okay. That kind of thing with her partner. And I, I think... Sorry, I... Th- look, if I... Me and my no-knowledge ass would say that the tops this week is... Definitely Anitra because that's family resemblance and she looks amazing. And then my second person would be either Mistress or Lucy. That's fine. That's fine. I, I I think I do think everyone's done a good job this week. Absolutely. Nobody looks busted. As we've seen, you know, we have seen kind of Which is why I was I was wondering I was thinking that maybe the performance for me would be the tiebreak. So that's why I'm wondering, is there a performance? Because they had they were told by RuPaul in the workroom that they had to do a lip sync. So I don't know. The only other thing I'm going to say is I think, again, Sasha's done a fantastic job and and her makeover looks absolutely beautiful. Not a huge fan of the way the pads have been yeah. used. That's all. That's I feel like I'm splitting hairs. I, okay. I really do. Okay. Um, but yeah. So we just, so we see. Mm-hmm. What have you given? Yeah, we've given our, we've given our judgment. Yeah. Um, let's see what the judges say. And hopefully maybe if there's a performance, we can come back and add that to the scoring. Congratulations, Anitra, who yeah. has won the makeover challenge. She has indeed her third win. Yes. Um, so she's up there with Sasha Colby in terms of number of wins, but she has been in the bottom twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 She's got three wins. I did not think of that. And it's the same as Sasha, but not on her level. She's not on her level, Tom. <laughs> we also had Mistress placing high together with well, Sasha. Hmm. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And they put Lucy and Lux in the bottom. I mean, like we said before, sometimes the decisions can feel a little baffling. I personally enjoyed what Lucy put together with Lala this week. Um, Lux, I can understand a bit more. The, yes. the technical aspects were all there. It was just the connection and like family resemblance stuff. Yeah, I, I did not see Lucy in the bottom, but the lip sync is, you know, it's... Uh, it's safe for the girls, and I want to say that it's an easy win for Lux. For me, Lux touched every corner of that stage. Yes. She made sure that she was seen. Oh, yeah. you can't see me from that angle? Here I am here. <laughs> oh, you can't see me from that angle? Here, okay, I'll go to that side. She huh. was whipping her hair. She was doing the mostest. She was fighting. I enjoyed what Lux did a lot. Yeah. Um, I thought she really came out swinging, showed what she's about as a performer. She was sexy. She was dynamic. Poor Lucy, she was putting up a good fight, but this just wasn't the song for her. No. Um, Lux was kind of 
lip syncing rings around her, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I adore Lucy, but, and I'll be sad to see her go if this is the case, but she she didn't win this lip sync for me. And that was the rules. I don't think that this is a song that Lucy would ever perform to. Modern young pop song. The song you know, was abs- if it had been a Cindy Lauper song, there Lucy'd have been all over it. The song was absolutely for Lux. And mm-hmm. you know what Lux didn't disappoint? Lux was good. She really was. She's she great. It wasn't a by default win. No. Like she got that win. She was she was very good. Her movement was lovely. She mixed it up. She gave 120%. Lux's only bottom two placement of the entire season, which means Mistress is the only person in the finale who's not lip synced. Hey Sasha. Oh no, Sasha hasn't either. Sorry. Sasha and Mistress haven't. I mean Sasha's the- Yeah, Sasha's only placed in the bottom like not ne- she's never been in the bottom two. She had she had a whiff of the bottom yes. once, but never in the bottom two. Uh, you are right, I'm sorry. Mistress and Sasha have neither neither of them lip synced for their life. Yeah. They lip synced it in the Rupalapalooza. I'm gonna say that the winner of this was Lux. It was Lux. So we were correct. We it's are saying sad, bye to Lucy. Sad goodbye. Um, she was really feeling it, bless her. And I knew she would as soon as Rue said that it was goodbye for her. I knew, because we said it earlier in the episode, she's a striver. She's a perfectionist. She's very, very driven. And she she said it herself. She felt slighted and she didn't feel she'd, I kind of agree. She didn't deserve to be in the bottom, but there we go. I can't really say who should have been there instead of her because everybody did such a good job, but I really enjoyed what she did today. And she was angry, bless her. And she's had a couple of things that she might not enjoy seeing when she sees it played back, but she was in her feelings. Do you know what she was thinking? I've got seven wins. How am how am I going home? And also, Rue just called me a star. That's an eighth win. Sorry. Um. Did you did do you wanna? My name is Lucy. My name's not Lux Report. It's, sorry. It's sorry. another. It's it, you're getting us mixed yeah. up because there's Lux two hours. Yeah. 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 Two yeah. hours. So my name so, is. Um, I'm not Lux. I'm Lucy. And then she turns to the camera crew and says, "Guys, cut it there." Really? Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> and action. <laughs> That's what she's doing. Uh, I agree she shouldn't have been in the bottom, um, but it is what it is. Do you know what? And I was thinking, there was no, are you hashtag team Anitra, hashtag team Sasha. So, and then we saw the preview as they show after Mm -hmm. the episode. And there's going to be a top three, so they say. So they say there's going to be a top three. So there's still Mm. one more um, to go. I'm kind of in favor of it. I'm kind of in favor of them stripping it back because after the top five, even though they were very deserving and amazing top five last season, kind of felt like a bit of a sprawling finale. I'm okay with them focusing in on a top three. Who was the top three then? Hard to say. It's a music video challenge. I just know Sasha's going to be in the finale. Sasha's in the finale. Absolutely. It's just who's going to sell it more. I see Anitra really being a star in a video. It'll be between Lux and Mistress. But I think Lux is going to be... I think that Lux is such an all-rounder. She really is. She really she all, is. She yeah, she came for me. Yeah, <laughs> she came for me. Um, But I, I, you can't deny that girl, she turns it out every bloody time. She's, she's, she's good. Twirls and swirls. She, she, she swirled and twirled. That's all I need That's to hear. I need to know. <laughs> um... So exciting times, exciting times. Um, sad to see Lucy go. I think Lucy could kill an all-stars. Absolutely. Oh, they'll definitely bring don't, her back. Don't come back straight away, Lucy. Give it a couple of years. It's never a fab idea to come back right away. But you've got all the skills to kill an all-stars. 
Yeah, you really have. And on that note, everyone, thank you very much for listening to another amazing episode. Of <laughs> we do say so ourselves. I was the G2 guys. Everyone, if you want to show us some love, do so. Write us a review. Say hi to us online. We know we've got yep. our Instagram. We've got our social medias. I don't know um, what I'm going to post today because it wasn't like super referential. That's we'll, a good thing. You'll find something. We'll find something. Hmm. Tom, we'll swirl and twirl. We'll swirl and twirl. We'll swirl and twirl. That's what so, we need to do. Thank you very much. That's just Paolo. And Dr. Tom. See you guys next time. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.